Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash ectoplasm. There are over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Thanks a lot, Audible. I'm making a rule never to get involved with these people. Actually, it's more of a guideline rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw. What's up? This is Josh. Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. And, uh, you know, obviously, <laughs> there there has been a lot going on on uh, social media lately as far as, like, the paranormal stuff is concerned. Um, and, and I wanted to address one thing in particular. Um and I'm sure that you guys have, have seen this, um, and I'm sure that you, you've seen the videos and you've uh, commented on statuses and things like that, and it's, um, I don't know, it's a little crazy, but I wanted to address it. It's that uh, that demon challenge. Yeah, they're calling it a challenge. Uh, the Charlie challenge uh, in particular is what it's called, I think. Um, and basically what you do is you put a piece of paper, um, and you basically, you know, you, you make like a cross on the paper. And so now you're, you're left with four quadrants, you know, and, uh, in opposing quadrants, you write the word yes. And then on the other two quadrants, um, you would write the word no. And then you stack pencils, uh, on the cross section that you have already drawn out. And the pencils then will will turn, or one of them, the one on top, will turn um, towards the yes or the no. And apparently what you're supposed to do is put the, the pencils down and then say, like, Charlie, Charlie, are you here? Or, Charlie, Charlie, do you want to play? And supposedly what this is doing is then summoning a demon. <laughs> and... Um, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of hilarious because I've uh I didn't do the actual Charlie Charlie challenge. <laughs> I didn't do that. What I did do was I uh took two uh pencils. Now these pencils are not not round pencils at all. They're the ones that uh they have their ridges in them. Uh so they can lay flatter against the surface and then stack a little easier obviously but I found it funny because all it really takes to move to move the uh, the pencils themselves is a nice light breath um just a very light blow 
on this pencil will make it go in in whatever um, direction you wish, which is a little crazy. So regardless, I I see a ton of it's basically what appears to be like teenagers doing this, um, and the problem is, you know, I can't really take it seriously due to the fact that number one you can't see who's holding the camera you can't see what they're doing with their mouth if they are in fact breathing on it or whatever so I don't know um, it seemed it seemed a little crazy it seemed a little far-fetched for me um, and like I said you know only within like the last week maybe week and a half um, has it really picked up steam Um, And it seems like everybody and their dog is now doing it, um, which is, I don't know, whatever. It is what it is. It's social media and, you know, things get uh, popular and then everybody wants to do it. Yeah. So anyway, apparently it's um, been going on for a long time. Like the actual, I don't know why they would call it a challenge. If it's similar to like the ice bucket challenge, it's like, oh yeah, instead of dumping water on yourself, let's go summon a demon. That sounds fun. But anyway, um, I do know that most of the paranormal community is is uh, taking this all with a grain of salt and saying that's ah, you know it's crap basically. Um, but then there are others, um, specifically in um, the religious community, that are saying you know. Not necessarily saying that it's 100% true, but they are saying that it's not something to be to be toyed with. And I would totally agree. Um, you know, me personally, I believe in God. And I would think that, you know, if, if you believe in God, then you would have to believe in, you know, the opposite. You would have to believe in the devil or evil or whatever you want to call it. You know, there's there's always uh, a yin to the yang and vice versa. So, um, but I do know that there was one guy in particular who was saying that, you know, children need to, to really be cautious about this. And he was, um, he's a pastor, but specifically he's also like the headmaster of a school, of a, uh, a Catholic school. Uh, and he's basically, you know, warning everybody that... You know, make sure you know what the hell your kids are doing because they could be uh, getting into something that they don't necessarily want to be toying with. Um, And, you know, for that, uh, for him, like speaking up and things like that, I totally, you know, commend the guy. Um, And I think that people need to be more cautious when it comes to this stuff. Now, as I... uh, Let's see. I I was also perusing, as I often do. And, you know, um, I think, God, I don't remember how long it was, but it was a few weeks back. I started started talking about, you know, these kids and, you know, them specifically remembering past lives and and things of that nature. Now, I, I have another one of those stories that really struck a chord with me because it's not like oh he's just remembering dates and he's not you know and and specifics from another life 
Um, number one, he's very young. He's only three years old. Okay. Now, when looking at the child himself, he just looks like a regular, normal kid. Okay. And he's got a scar on his forehead. Now, the, don't don't think I'm going into some Harry Potter twist or whatever because that's not the case. However, um, let me see if I can pull this up and read it. It says, have you ever experienced deja vu? Uh, we all have um, before. Let's see. The familiar thought that you've been somewhere or done something before, but you can't quite figure if these things are uh, uh, thoughts that translate over to reality, basically. Um, reincarnation or past life theory are a few explanations. Uh, while obviously hard to prove, damn near impossible to prove, this story actually does a pretty good job of doing so. Um, like I said, this boy is three years old. And um, he basically he started telling a very strange you know, story about his, uh, I guess, past life, if that's what you want to call it. Um, you know, his parents didn't really take him seriously because he's three. <laughs> um, imaginary friends uh, talking alone and believing in the, in the tooth fairy are all, you know, standard behavior for children like that. But uh, it says things took an extremely bizarre twist. Uh, this kid, this, oh, this is so bizarre. This kid actually led his parents to the spot, to the actual spot where he claims he was buried after he was murdered. Okay, so apparently in this past life, this this person was murdered. And then this, this kid, three years old, takes them to the actual spot where he was buried. Okay, um... It says these parents had to give in to the kids, so they actually started to dig. And what did they find? A human corpse. Now, it it does get a little better. Um, because the kid even went into uh, details on how he was murdered. Okay, now he, was, he claims to be murdered uh, with an axe. An axe to the head. Now, led them to... He, he actually led them to where the, the freaking axe was even buried. So not only did he find a, a human corpse, but now he also found the damn murder weapon as well. Now, like I said, there was this uh, weird mark, red mark, scar, whatever, on the boy's forehead, which is... Uh, you know, it's peculiar in itself. Um, what else does it say? Um, he and the boy actually says, you know, this spot on his forehead is where the axe struck him, you know, in the head. Um, and it says even creepier is when the kid was able to reveal his old name. Um, and even down to the point where where he had lived. And here's the shocker: who the murderer was. The little boy even then confronted his killer, who ended up giving in and admitting it, admitting what he had done. So not only 
is this kid then claiming, you know, making similar claims to other children, like other children have done in the past and say, yes, I was this person. Yes, I was that person. This is what I did. Um, and those, you know, those stories are definitely credible in themselves just because of the specifics involved. Um, but this kid, man, he took it leaps and bounds farther is what it seems to me. I mean, not only was he like, oh yeah, it was this dude and I was, I was killed. I was murdered with an ax, but here's where this dude buried me. Here's where the ax is. And then more importantly, here's who did it. And then he gets a freaking confession out of the guy. He's three years old. And he gets a confession out of this guy. This was outstanding to me. And so, like I said, I love stories like this. And I'm sorry, like, you know, if you guys are bored with it or whatever. But I thought, like, this would definitely be something to share on this show. Because it's so freaking weird. And, I mean, that's kind of what we deal with here, you know, is the... uh, all the weird, fun stuff like that. And, you know, this is right up our alley. Um, and so, that, oh, I just, I still don't even know what to think about it. Because it's just amazing. It's absolutely amazing to me. Um, they need to get that kid, I don't know. If, if he wasn't three, I'd say the little, the little dude needs to, like, write a book or something like that. And maybe he will one day um, once he gets, you know of age or something because I would be first in line to get that book it is absolutely outstanding so let me know what you guys think about that if you want to uh if you want to get in touch with me um go ahead and shoot me an email um ectoplasmshow at gmail.com we're also at ectoplasmshow on twitter and ectoplasmshow on facebook as well so go ahead and shoot me a line uh let me know what you think about that story because that was crazy. Um, we we could talk about the Charlie Charlie thing too if you wanted to. I, I mean, I'm fine with that. Let me know what you think about that. Um, but you know what I want to do is I wanted you know before we get into the uh, the big stuff, I always like to do a couple news stories and things like that. But I'm, you know before we get into the actual story, like I said, oh it was like two weeks ago. I said there was gonna you know be some changes done with the show and um you know with that you know that we've made a couple significant changes um as you probably heard at the very beginning of the of the uh podcast we have a we have a sponsor and you know me personally I don't really believe in I don't believe in um, promoting anything that I don't use personally. And Audible.com is one of those things, is one of those services that I have used for the past five years now. So yeah, if you guys don't know uh, about Audible or what they do, basically, you think about this. They are literally like the place to go for uh for audiobooks and things like that they have over 150,000 titles okay now specifically for you the listener of this podcast they are shooting you a deal um basically 
they are offering you a free audiobook of your choice. Okay? Your choice. Whatever book you want out of their library is yours. And, you know, if you're like me, what I love to do is um, I like to, you know, exercise and I listen to an audiobook. When I'm driving, that's what I'm doing. I'm listening to audiobooks. Um, that's what I do. Um, so, what they're offering you is just for the listeners of this podcast, okay, of the Ectoplasm Show. They're offering you a free audiobook download with then, on top of it, a free 30-day trial of their services just to kind of give you the opportunity to check out what they're about. Um, now, personally, I I, uh, I went in and I got the Stephen King book, 112263. You know, I'm a humongoid John F. Kennedy fan. Um, and I'm also kind of a conspiracy nut at the same time, and I thought this was a really interesting take on the events of that day. And that's, you know, one one of the books that I would recommend, you know, checking out. But I'm not saying you have to. Literally pick whatever you want. Um, but, you know, like I said, pick, uh, pick whatever audiobook that you want for free. And, you know, that's just their way of doing it. It's pretty outstanding stuff. So I want to say a big thank you to audible.com. Now, in order for you to do this, all you have to do to download your free audiobook, all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash ectoplasm. Okay? audibletrial.com slash ectoplasm and you got your free audiobook and your free 30-day trial. So give them a look. They are outstanding. And I want to say a big thank you for them or to them. So anyway, back to the show and the meat and potatoes of today's today's show. So in a, in a couple episodes, I have mentioned that, uh, you know, NASA is really upping their game and trying to contact aliens, uh, or what you would consider to be aliens. Um, basically just any form of intelligent life um, that's out there, you know. Um, and there are now a lot of people, you know, basically saying, we're not sure if if this is such a good idea. Like, we're spending a lot of uh, time and, and effort um you know, trying to find this. Now, what the hell happens if we do? So, um, it, you know, it's not that Americans don't think that intelligent life does exist. I mean, literally 50% think that intelligent life is out there somewhere. 19%, you know, think that there's absolutely no such thing as intelligent alien life and then another 31% say that they just don't know you know they're not sure um let's see here it says 46% think it would be possible for humans to contact intelligent aliens but then only 37% think that it's a really good idea to try 27% said it's just a bad idea you know just don't do that um 
So it says, uh, Americans who think attempting to contact alien life is a bad idea have differing, reason, differing reasons for saying so. Um, it says, 8% of all Americans said it would be a waste of time to try because intelligent life is just unlikely to exist. Um, another 8% said that they think it might be just dangerous. You know, just flat out dangerous. Um, you know, because our efforts might alert some kind of unfriendly aliens to our presence. Um, you know, 5% said that an alien contact program would be just be a waste of money, even if it did work. And 2% said it would be too difficult because we lack the necessary technology, which I would be totally on board with that. Um, and then other people said, you know, it's just a bad idea. You know, it's just a terrible idea to try. Um, We've got a good thing going here on planet Earth, and maybe we should just keep it here on planet Earth. Um, <clears throat> so it says the poll. There's a poll that shows um, men are, are more likely than women to believe intelligent life exists elsewhere in the universe. Uh, 58% of men as opposed to the 43% of women. And to think that it would be possible to contact extraterrestrial life... Um, now, forty-one percent of men and thirty-three percent of women said that it's a good I- a good idea to try to contact other intelligent life forms. But you know, those who said it was a a bad idea gave similar reasons for why. So let's see, let's see, let's see. Huffington Post has teamed up with YouGov to conduct daily opinion polls that you can go and. Uh, you know, give your feedback too. Also, let's see here. Nationally representative opinion polling. So you can do that. You can go and you can kind of cast your vote as to whether or not you th- you think this is a good idea or not. Now we all know what I think. Okay, aliens freaking terrify me, and I don't like them. <laughs> But at the same time, you know, there, I don't know, I I would think that there are, or excuse me, there could be, there could be benefits, I guess, to contacting an alien or to making contact with an alien. If, if that uh, particular race, if that's what you want to call it, if they were um, friendly, you know, there's a lot of people out there that think, you know, oh, if aliens came to Earth or if we made contact in some way with this with these beings that they would, you know, come and they would basically just be nice. They would teach us different things about the cosmos. They would teach us different things um just about the universe in general and we would um need this information basically to I mean, kind of usher in a new generation, um, a new generation of exploration, so to speak, and learning. Um, but then there's a lot of people also that are on the opposite side of the coin that think there would, you know, there would be no particular reason for them to be here unless they were hostile in some way. Now, I really want to know what you guys have to think about this, this subject in, in particular. Um, you know, would they, be, would they be here to basically give us knowledge 
uh, or would they be here basically to, you know, kill us off and maybe harvest whatever they can out of the planet? Now, <clears throat> excuse me. Me personally, I would think that it would be the latter. I think that there would be absolutely no reason for them to to help us in any way. You know? Now, I, I was talking with my brother one night about this. Now, my brother doesn't really believe in aliens, um, necessarily. Now, me, I... I totally am on board with the idea that there could be some intelligent life somewhere out there, okay? I just don't want them anywhere near here. <laughs> no. um, so I, I'm talking with my brother, and we're talking about um, ants and the the behavior of ants. Now, why were we talking about ants? Well, because I was trying to make a point. <laughs> like, if... Um, if you look at ants and the behaviors of ants, what do they do? They they have, uh, you know, families or colonies, so to speak. You know, they they colonize. Um, and th- I mean, did you realize that they ants also bury their dead because they do? Ants bury their dead. It's a little weird, but we do the same now. If you look at just like the behaviors of the ants and like I said, how they bury their dead and things like that. Now, now you start to see similarities with us. Now, the question then to ask yourself is if you step on an ant, do you feel remorse? Do you feel, I mean, anything? Not really. Me personally, I've stepped on ants. You know, my daughter kind of makes a game out of it. She'll go and she'll, like, hop on them. And it's hilarious to her. But does she feel remorse? No. She's having a ball. She's just, like, jumping from ant to ant. <laughs> it's a little bizarre. I'll give you that. <laughs> it's a little, a little disturbing at the same time. But that's what she's doing. And that's what, you know, like I said, I've stepped on ants and not felt a damn thing. So... Why would they? Now, that's just my point. That's just, you know, my my end point right there. Like, that's how I see this going down. I see us as the ants or, you know, some weird um, science experiment in some kind of a classroom somewhere that's just gone haywire. I don't know. It's weird. It's totally weird. And it freaks me out. But anyway, so back to, like, looking for these damn things, okay? And like more specifically how we're going about looking for these things. Now, this this struck me as weird. This struck me as a little odd as to how exactly we would go about it. Now, obviously, you know, we have we have satellites and all sorts of shit that throughout space. And you know, for the most part, we're trying to study other worlds. We're trying to study other planets and things of that nature. Okay? But <laughs> this this struck me as so weird and so funny that I had to share it with you guys because now what we're looking for, okay, in the search for life beyond this planet, astronomers are to begin looking for signs of pollution. Now, 
kind of brilliant, kind of weird. Okay, pollution, uh, specifically in atmospheres of, of alien planets, you know, outside of Earth's solar system. So, the uh, this new telescope, okay, it's a next generation James Webb Space Telescope. And it's set to launch, um, when, 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 2018. It's set to launch in 2018. And it could hunt, you know, for these worlds that would be harboring, excuse me, alien life by basically sniffing their atmospheres for for what we would call like CFCs, uh, those chlorofluoro carbons or or greenhouse gases, basically, that would destroy, you know, our ozone and our personal atmosphere. says these chemicals could be detected on planets with atmospheres that are 10 times thicker than Earth's, uh, said uh, specific researchers. Now, scientists already scan the atmospheres of alien worlds for traces of oxygen and methane gases that typically coexist in the presence of life. But searching for signs of pollution elsewhere in the universe could yield clues about more advanced types of civilizations so it's kind of an interesting approach as to uh you know uh as to the the search for extraterrestrial intelligent life now of course to to you know different civilizations that are more more advanced than we are you know earth's own greenhouse gases might signal signal a uh well, like a like a primitive world, which I would totally agree with. I think we are very, you know, primitive um, when it comes to these things. I mean, for God's sake, you know, um, we're we're really not that that old necessarily. So, you know, we consider industrial pollution as a sign of intelligent life, uh, but per- perhaps civilizations that are more advanced than us. Um, maybe even with their own little SETI programs, will consider pollution as a as a sign of an unintelligent life, since it's not smart to contaminate the, the own air that you breathe. Um, and that was a quote from uh, Henry Lynn, uh, who's a he's a study leader at the and, and a student at Harvard University. Um, Says it's also possible that this type of search could uncover civilizations that long ago died. Some pollutants on Earth can remain in the atmosphere for up to fifty thousand years. Now that's a Jesus. That's a scary thought in general. Anyway, others are more short-lived. However, lingering for only ten years in the atmosphere uh, by looking for both types of pollutants, astronomers could find dead alien civilizations. If a planet has traces of long-lived pollution in its atmosphere, but signs of shorter-lived chemicals that are missing, uh, that could possibly signify that you know, civilization once lived there, maybe long ago or maybe not so long ago. Um, uh, in that case, you know, we could, we could speculate that the aliens wised up and, and cleaned, cleaned up their act, or... In a darker scenario, it would serve as a warning sign of the dangers of not being good, good stewards of our own planet. Um, so, pollutants such as uh, the CFCs, 
would uh, likely only be visible on an Earth-like planet near a white dwarf, which is the burned-out remains of a sun-like star. Otherwise, the star's light would make it too difficult uh, to tease out the signal of of the CFCs. Um, But like I said, you know, this is a really good idea. It's just weird. It, It caught me off guard. But, uh, you know, even if, even if the telescopes detect the CFCs in, in an alien atmosphere, it's unclear if that would mean the, the planet itself is even habitable. So still, advanced extraterrestrials may, may deliberately introduce CFCs or similar types of pollutants into the atmosphere to warm the air of a planet that would otherwise be too cold for life. And this is what the re- researchers are saying. Um, you know, people often refer to ETs as, as little green men. But the ETs detectable by this method should be labeled green since they are environmentally unfriendly. <laughs> so, it's, um, I guess it's kind of a, a new approach, I guess. And honestly, if they can do it, like... <laughs> More, more power, more power to them. Now, uh, there's a couple comments here on this. It's like even if they found this stuff and found alien life, they wouldn't tell us. I would agree with that. <laughs> and then um, it says polluting the world is a sign of non-intelligence. Is the smartest thing that I have ever heard. Humans have to grow more before we search for life on other planets. We are violent creatures. We destroy our environment and we kill each other with guns, bombs, and pollution. We humans are punishing, or excuse me, we humans are pushing for self-annihilation and extinction. Again, I could agree with that. Um, And see, and that's another thing that I've always wondered. If, you know, we as a as a global uh i don't know a global i don't know it it just makes me wonder like okay if aliens were to basically come out and it would be like this gigantic you know parade type thing it's like oh here are the aliens everybody knows they're here everybody's on board with with them being here now what what would actually happen if we knew the aliens were here or that they were in fact coming would we initially try to just bomb the hell out of them nuke them shoot them on sight what would we do you know um as just the global community i'd think we would first reach for the guns we cuz that's what we do damn it we <laughs> we shoot first and then we ask questions. That's what we do. It's terrible to say, but it's totally true at the same time. So it makes me wonder what the hell we would actually do as a global community if we would stand together and not necessarily accept, but I mean at least acknowledge the fact that they're here and what they want to do and at least maybe hear them out initially. Before we started blowing the shit out of them. Or would we just blow the shit out of them and be like, huh, I wonder what the hell they were here about. Or, you know, 
Oh my god. It makes me wonder so many different things because honestly, we have no idea. We ultimately have no idea. And that's what sucks about all of this. Um you know, I would I would be on board with aliens coming to the planet. You know, as far as as far as um I don't know. If they were trying to teach us something, if they were trying to better humanity in some way, shape, or form, whether that be with, hey, this is a a new way to grow crops, or hey, this is a new way uh, to develop your technology, or you know, this would take your technology where it is now and basically jump you fifty to a hundred years into the future, just right off the bat. And you can go from there. You know, it's things like that. Now, in in another episode, I'm going to I'm going to be discussing the idea of you know, not necessarily ancient aliens or anything like that, um, but different civilizations that have come before us that are not necessarily here anymore. Um. And, and the things that they knew and the things that it took us, you know, it took us forever to learn and they already knew it. And we have all of this technology at our fingertips. I mean, literally we have the world at arm's reach. Most of it is just sitting in our pockets or, or whatever. Um, And how is it that they knew so much about this world that it took us, you know, hundreds of years to figure out? And why? Why is that? So, that's what I want to get into. But that will have to obviously be for another time. Now, with all that fun stuff being said, (laughs) um, like I said, let us know what you think about all this fun stuff. And, um... Get get with me on uh, on Twitter or on Facebook or or even just shoot me an email. Um, ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. I love getting emails from you guys. I love it. Um, and just I mean, if nothing else, who cares? We don't have to talk about the show. Just let me know what you how you're doing. Something like that. Ask me a question or uh, shoot me a suggestion, even for a, a show idea, a show topic. Um. And with all that being said, I am also making a couple different changes. Not to this podcast. Um, the the changes that are coming with this podcast are very slow and all of that. What I really want to focus on is building an audience. You know, and, and getting all of you guys. Because you guys are awesome. You interact with me. And, you know, you ask questions and you give feedback. And I freaking love it. And I want to hear from you guys, and I want to hear from uh, your friends, um, anything like that. So what I'm really wanting to do is just really build this show however we can. Uh, Build up this show as much as possible. And let's, you know, maybe try to reach as many people as possible. Um, I had a very very big surprise, I guess. Uh, I, I went into iTunes... And, you know, it's something that I don't normally do. I just do the show, okay? I don't care about 
you know, how many downloads we get or anything like that, that really doesn't, I I just don't care, I guess. I don't know. What I want to do is just do a show and I want to talk to you guys and I want to have fun. And I think podcasting is a blast. And I never had this idea myself. This was all Myron's baby. Um, and he, you know, basically talked me into doing this. And I had some reservations at first, but I am having a ball doing this. And I love it. And I want to continue to do so. And so, like I said, I went to iTunes and I was checking out this stuff. And I was like, okay, in our category or whatever it is, whatever the hell you call it, I don't know. I wanted to check and see what it was, like where we were ranked. Now, by no means is this show in like the top 10 or anything like that. But I do remember initially when we uh, when we launched and we did like a few shows and all that stuff. Um, and I went to iTunes and I looked and we were all the way down in the bottom. And I mean all the way down. <laughs> like nobody had a clue who we were uh, or what we did or anything like that. And... What was funny about it then was like last night I was looking and I was like, holy crap, we are on the in the top half now. So we've come that far, which is huge. And I have nobody to thank except for you. You guys are making this possible. Now, if you wanted to help out a little farther, you can do a couple different things. If you want to help you spread the word, so to speak. Um, go into the iTunes store or whatever and uh, just like rate it, rate the show. And I'm not asking by any means, I'm not asking you to give it a, you know, a five star review or anything like that. I would never do that. I want, I want honesty. If you think it's worth two stars, do it. If you think it's worth one, do it. And if you do think it's worth five stars, God bless you. But, um, you know, do that too. All I'm asking for is just, if you wanted to go and take the 30 seconds or 45 seconds, whatever it's going to take and just rate it and maybe even leave a comment, like a little review on it. Um, and like I said, be honest, I'm not looking for, for anything. Okay. I'm definitely not asking for a five-star review. (laughs) But anyway, with that being said, um, another way then obviously that you could help out the show is going to that uh, www.audibletrial.com slash ectoplasm and trying out Audible service for a free month and getting a free book, a free audio book in the process. You know, and those books are upwards of 50 bucks a piece so and that's just a gift for you guys um and that's also another way to help out the show so we're just trying to like i said build an audience and get our name out there as much as possible um because i believe in this show and i think we have cool ideas and different ways of presenting the ideas so you know there's really no agenda (laughs) <laughs> on on this show at all. And I try to keep it as real as possible for you guys. So, with all that fun stuff being said, um, I'm also going to be doing another podcast. I'm also going to start a new podcast 
which literally this idea came to me last night. And it was one of those ideas that you're laying in bed as I was trying to sleep. And I had really nothing going in my mind at all. Um, and then this idea just hit me and I literally got out of bed, had to go downstairs and I sat outside for at least an hour just thinking about this idea of a new podcast has nothing to do with the paranormal whatsoever. And it's more specifically geared towards guys, I think. In my personal mind, it's going to be geared more towards guys. I think. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But um, it's going to be like a kind of like a health and fitness type show. However, I'm not the, the poster child for physical health at all. I want to be. But I also have a lot of struggles in that area. Um. And I think a lot of mental blocks in that area too. So damn it, I'm going to do a podcast which is just 100% honesty about myself and different things that may be trending right now and, you know, why it is that, you know, I struggle with weight. Now, I'm I'm about 6 foot, 6 foot 1 and I weigh in at right now 220. It's not too bad. I'm not like completely obese. However, there was a time not too long ago, it was two years ago, I weighed 205 pounds and I was working out on a daily basis and I was feeling damn good about myself and then I fell off the wagon, so to speak, and it pisses me off. So now I want to get back to where I was and I can't. And so, you know, basically like this podcast is going to be something similar to that, okay? Um, Kind of like a health and fitness type thing. Um, which is something that I'm somewhat interested in. But like I said, I just want it to be 100% honest. Um, so yeah, that's what that was my idea right there. Um, anyway, both of these shows, by the way, are going to be 100% free. The ectoplasm show is never going to cost you a penny, ever. And I want to keep it that way. And, you know, like I said, it's just... I, I, I'm really not trying to gain anything from this other than I want a bigger voice um, to reach people uh, people like you people like minded people like ourselves and I want to have you know intelligent discussions about about things like especially dealing with like the paranormal because the paranormal is my passion and my love and I want to I want to talk to more people just like you and meet more people just like you you know, we started out and we, I remember this specifically, we started out and I almost like had a heart attack, <laughs> not literally, but <laughs> I almost had a heart attack. I was just blown away by the fact that there was this guy listening to us uh, who goes by the name of David and David has been listening to this show since the beginning. Now, David is from England, for God's sake. I'm sitting here in Iowa. And I was blown away by the fact that David listens to the show and enjoys the show. And I was, like I said, I was just absolutely blown away. Humbled would be a good word to use here. Um, And, you know, we have other listeners just like David who are 
you know, reaching out, saying hi to us and saying how much they appreciate the show and how they enjoy the show. And I want to keep that rolling. I like it. I like it a lot. So thank you so much for all uh, for all that you guys do for making this show a part of your life. Uh, and like I said, you know, this is going to be a show that you can count on every single Friday. This is going to be your show. Every single Friday, you'll know that you can go to your computer or your smartphone or whatever, download the SOB, and and hopefully, you know, be somewhat entertained on a commute to and from work or whatever. So, with all that being said, thank you guys very much for everything. And I'm going to let you go. Uh, next, week, next week, excuse me, <laughs> next week, we're going to have an awesome show. Um, and I cannot wait to bring this up to you guys. So I will talk to you all very, very soon. Everybody stay well. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. I make it a rule never to get involved with possessed people. Actually, it's more of a guideline rule. And I know what I saw, and that's not what you're telling me what I saw.